hey, hey. Welcome to the real times with Kimberly Marie. And Bianca Rachel. Not Dino. <laughs> I'm not doing any type of Dino does not like thunder, guys. I apologize. It is literally storming. I heard my trash cans get knocked over by the wind. Uh, I can't remember what I had in my trash cans. So I'm hoping that there's not like trash like blowing all around the neighborhood because you know they're going to talk about me. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's it. So you might hear him bark. He doesn't have a thunder vest, which is weird because thunder didn't bother him till we got to Chicago. So I don't know. Whatever. Yep. Well, hey, just also to let you know, you might, we, 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 we trying to keep it together, but you know, with the thunder comes internet malfunctions and all that. And you know, Bianca got the grandma, got the uh, grandma type internet, the snail. <laughs> she not, <laughs> she not rolling with the, uh, <laughs> with the 5G over here. She rolling with the, with the 2G. No. <laughs> Such I a liar. myself up. Such a liar. Oh. You're the only one. Oh, but you know, it has been two one. weeks, I think, since we recorded, or like a week or something, like two weeks, I think, maybe two weeks. But because y'all know the Olympics has been on, and I have been watching. So shout out to, uh, of course, America for having the most Olympic uh, medals, like always. We have like a hundred and, I want to say 30-something? Like a hundred and that's a lot of medals. And um I think it was either China or Japan right after, like 80 something. I want to say China because I think the host comp like host nation Japan had a little bit further. But yeah, it was in Tokyo if y'all were sleeping underneath the rock. Uh and they had a lot of upsets that people were, you know, in swimming, they had upsets in track and field. U.S. man track and field, baby. What was going on on that four by one relay? Like, I don't I didn't watch it. Like, for some reason, I was not into it this year. I don't like. I just wasn't feeling it. <laughs> See, I was, but the thing is, it was just too many upsets, and it was like to me, the men's race were very boring. Like the one, well, not all of them, but the one hundred was very boring and italy i think won their wait, first wait 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 the men's track and field was boring well the 100 was really boring honestly it was like that it, to me i mean of course they ran faster than me but i didn't see nobody out there that i was just like oh my god this is i, I, I did see one um uh, I cannot think of his name right now, but he's 17 years old. He's the youngest, I think, oh, to wow. ever make the Olympic U.S. track team. He's um, 17, came in fourth place in the 200. And to me, being being 17 and being in fourth place at the Olympics, just being like shy of a medal, to me, he has such a big career ahead of him and I know you know because the Olympics is not four years away it's three years away so I know wherever college he goes to they're gonna make sure that they are you know training him continuously to get that gold and I have no doubt because he's like really they say that this guy is like this young man is like the next Usain Bolt and when I say I saw him run he is like literally inches like just a little bit away from beating Usain's record so I have no doubt that the future is very bright for him 
and he's going to be getting some uh, medals because, you know, um, Allison Felix started very young. I think she was like, what, 18 when she went to her first Olympics. And now she's like retiring with 11 um, Olympic medals. So she's the most decorated um, track and field uh, Olympian ever. Just like um, Michael Phelps is the, you know, most decorated uh, Olympian swimmer of all times. He is, she's the most decorated track and field of all times with 11, um, 11 uh, medals. And I, she got the bronze in the 400. She ran it really good. And she also got, they got the gold in the four by four. And that four by four was good. America, let me tell you the women, the women track and field team showed up this year. They were like, let's show up. Now, of course, they They're did not. They're always good, though. <laughs> but usually the men are pretty good too. Like they didn't, they didn't. Of course, they didn't place. I always like the women's four by. The, I always like the women's relays way better than the men's. See, I like, like I don't know why. I just feel like there's more, not more heart. It's just something about watching them because, like you know, dudes always run fast. Like just like you know, men are like typically always stronger. Like those girls, like just watching them, like just pass other people or like eat up other runners. I just that that to me and a relay, mwah, love a good relay. <laughs> I do. I love, love a good relay. A good but relay. The, uh, Houston, the thing about the men's track, uh, four by one hundred. First of all, they didn't have their fastest runners in there. Every other team had like their. These are the people who will run for us the night of runners in there, and it was like they didn't know how to pass the baton. And my whole thing is, you all are professional track runners how many times have you passed the baton and as we all know the thing with american men relay is the baton passing that's why they have never truly they always mess up at the baton part either getting disqualified because they dropped the baton or they you know uh don't know how to pass the baton right so they're going in third place or something like that it's always the baton that's the issue and they didn't even qualify because of what the freaking baton like literally they came in last place what have you ever seen america men come in last place at a qualifying round like what and i mean the man was holding it the man who was supposed to pass it was holding it like this bianca who holds a baton like this as you supposed to pass it my sister's over there because she ran track a lot and she actually did the relay she was like why is he holding it like this you're supposed to extend your hand when you run you know it's like what is so I mean, no, it's weird, but everyone has now when you get ready to pass it, that's different. Like we used to have drills just for passing it. And then like, God forbid we dropped it. That was like, so I don't even know how many like running exercises we, we dropped the baton. Well, I didn't, it was dropped once on our relay. We never dropped it again. Like, and we weren't even like, you know, obviously Olympian status, but hmm, we never did it again ever. Yeah. And then there was a lot of false starts that I saw that they had to um, remove people from false starting or either they had to reshoot it because with it being, as everybody knows, the Olympic track and field stadium is very big because they do everything on the middle. And then I'm talking about everything. They do so many, at you know, um, so many. If everybody has ever been to a track meet, you know, in the middle, they do the pole vault. They do the um, right. high jump. Um, they yeah. do the triple jump, all that. They, you know, then they got on the sides. They have the, what, the long jump. They have so much stuff going on at track and field meets. So when the stadium is 
but you know, on an Olympic scale, it's even bigger. So it's kind of crazy when on an Olympic scale, you don't have any people in the audience. So now you're hearing echoes everywhere. So people, when they're shooting a gun, people will hear two, you know, two sounds in some instances. It's like, right. well, okay, do we start now or do we start later? So I think they had like maybe, I saw like three or maybe four like false starts where they had to like, okay, let's run it again. Okay. And I'm just like, it really does show you how much an audience is needed. It's kind of like for swim for me, because when I watch swimming, it's just something about hearing that audience cheer for you as you swim. You know, I, I think we like, that's- so like me and my neighbor were watching the Olympics and we wondered about that. Like not, and I, I mean, I swim, I know how to swim, but like, I've never been like a swimmer at a track meet so, or, or, or a swimmer at a meet. So I don't know, like, do you get to hear all of the cheers or is it like, cause I know like it's like super muffled obviously cause you're in the water. Yeah. So like, is it enough to like motivate you? That's what I was wondering if it mattered if someone was in the crowd for swimming, you know? And I so after so. the fact. Yeah, I think so though, because as you're lifting your head up, you're hearing that, rah, rah, you know what I'm saying? So as you're lifting your head up, you know, you're, you're hearing all of that, that, that noise in the back. Um, but what was his name? Michael Ledecky, Ledecky, Michael or Katie Ledecky, Katie Ledecky and Mike. And what was his name? She's a baby too. The seven, isn't she like, uh, Katie, uh, Katie is like 20 something. Who's the one that ran, who swam and she is in high school. Oh, you know what? I don't know her name. And she's too, I can't, I don't know. I watched her, but I, you know, I don't follow it enough to be like, that's her name. But she was in high school. She swam. She won a gold if i remember correctly and then the other american came in second place um but it's like these athletes are like amazing to be so young and like be like you know i'm in high school and i got a a gold medal from the olympics yeah i mean that's that's why i say (laughs) if you go you know uh dressel that's his name uh he has he really did like do amazing at these olympics and i think he's like to me I know he can't be Michael Phelps because you really have only one Michael Phelps, you know, in a like lifetime, you know, but I was liking that he was killing these races, but I do know you're talking about the one. I mean, he's a hell of an athlete though. Yeah. And I want to know what was that race that somebody from, it was really crazy because I was watching it and I love it when people like upset, you know, when they do upsets, like the great upset. And I was watching one swim race where they had their eyes on the person from Australia and I think like from Russia or something. And they like, and in this little corner is this black, like boy from Africa. And he literally wins gold. (laughs) And I'm just, and I'm like, where did he come from? And I'm like, he was in lane eight, just swimming his ass off. And they were like, you know, how did you do it? He was like, I put my head in the water and I swam. I feel- <laughs> that's what he told us. I put my head in the water. I swam. Okay. And I was just like, that's the, really the best comeback You're for right, me because sir. that is exactly what you <laughs> that was literally the best comeback because it was just so funny that they were so like, and I'm just like this this boy is swimming and like they didn't want to give him his little shine. They were like, oh, we're, it's going to be between, you know, these two right here. And he literally just touched that wall first and was like, they're like, how did you do it? He was like, I put my head in the water and I just swam. <laughs> I mean, and not one lie was told, young man. You were correct. Yeah. 
And also, you know, of course, during this time, we have to give uh I just want to give all the kudos and all the praise to Simone Biles because I feel like she definitely needs it because, because this is the thing that people have to understand. I mean, you're the best of the best. You are in everything. She's in commercials. She's promoting products for herself. She's promoting the Olympics. She's promoting gymnastics. And y'all act like, and this is the thing with Simone Biles. She didn't get a break. She was going up until the Olympics and at the Olympics, she had to qualify, you know, do all this stuff. It's not like you just, I think that's what people don't understand. When you go to the Olympics, you qualify, you have your semifinals and you have your finals. People don't understand. There's actually three rounds. You don't, you just don't go there and have a finals or you go there and have a semifinals. You may have 14 people competing. They can't have 14 people, you know, competing for our finals. They have to limit it down. So now you have, I think, uh, so say you have, cause you don't, so if you go into swimming or something, you have eight lanes. If you have 18 people who want to just compete to, to even be in the 100. Okay. So now out of these 18 people, we might only have two rounds of semifinalists. So now we, out of 18 people, we have to choose 16. And then from 16, we got to choose eight. You know, so that's what people don't understand. It's not like Simone was just automatically guaranteed a spot. She has to do everything just like everybody else. And at the same time, what people all don't understand is the medication she's on. She has AD, I think ADHD. And she's been on that since she was little. Because if you know Simone Biles' story, she she has had a very tough life. And that medicine is banned in Japan. So not only is she not on her medicine, you know, she is also banned for her. And now, so now she's upside down and she doesn't trust herself. And for me, I respected Simone Biles for for saying, look, I can't do it. I know y'all want to see me out here, but my life, my body is more important than you all clapping for me getting a gold medal or a bronze medal. Because to me, yes, she probably would have placed in something, but what happened if she would have broke her leg in the middle of a placing or what happened if she would have not from her, but remember that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that could last. That's long-term effects that, that could literally put her out of the game for world championships that she won in the future. Or, you know, my only issue was that like, I wasn't mad that she left. I, you know, okay, I'm totally fine with that. Not that it matters. But that, I was like, okay, cool. She left. But then I didn't like how, like, she came back to do what the whatever piece of the little, like, part that she did. Because I was like, if you need it the time, you should just took all the time. Don't, like... No. Say, hey, I'm not racing. No, no. You just don't know. Take the time and actually sit out. Like, it, like if it's okay, just sit out. But no, and but, it was okay. Her helping her. Yeah, but what I think is that at that point she felt good enough to compete in something, and I think she definitely wanted to compete in something. I mean, if you're the best, and literally you have so many moves named after you over four. You know, you want to compete in something. And I know it was breaking her heart at the end of the day that she couldn't compete in these, you know, events that she wanted to compete in. She came in there in mind like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna go in and compete. And I'm pretty sure everybody knew she was going to do it. But what I do respect about Simone sitting out 
her other teammates were able to get medals because let's just keep it real. If Simone would have competed in bars and would have been at her best, her teammate would not have got gold. If she would have been her best on the floor, her teammate. I, I don't, I'm not going to say that because did you watch that girl? Yeah. But have you seen Simone on bars? I, I think no, I have, but that girl was beastly. She like, was honest, but Simone is literally better on bars and on floor than anybody in the indie gymnastics world right now. That's why everybody was like, oh my God, you know, if you're going to compete, you got to bring your A game because Simone is coming. So I don't think that, no, I'm sorry. I just don't believe that they would. I think they definitely would have qualified and they probably would have got silver, but I definitely don't believe they would have got gold. So I understand. But to me, like I said, I see where she was like, okay, maybe I can do this. I can't do this. Because you could even tell when she did, when I, when we were, she was doing teams, and I literally told Liz, something is off. Simone is not herself because you even saw her when she flipped. She was just like, okay, no. like, And you remember she walked to the back, and then she came back up and was just like, okay, I, I got to, you know, I got to step out. because, And then when she. But she, she like, also has that disease. What do you mean disease? Well, I say it's a disease, but it's like where, where like when they do flips and stuff, she can't tell if she's gotten high enough, like to see from the ground and stuff. Like, it's I, I don't know what they called it yet, but yeah, like twisties or something like that. I think it was like called twisties. yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's a disease though. I think it's just like sometimes you can be so, so what is it called? Um, out of the loop or something that your ups and downs. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, I'm not being funny, but that's kind of a big deal in her position. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, your ups or your downs. And I definitely understood why she set out. But what I don't understand is I can't think of that black comedian who's on Saturday Night Live that I hope gets fired. Thought that it was going to be A.O. He said, I want to make fun of Simone Biles. And this is the thing with me. And this is why I say it really is disgusting when black men want to are the main ones rallying to bash black women. Simone Biles literally minds her business. She don't do nothing to nobody. So I'm trying to figure out what was your purpose and getting on there and saying, I really want to make fun of Simone Biles. First of all, it's her mental health. And that's the problem with a lot of people in the black community. They don't take mental health seriously. So we already know that's a big issue, you know, pegging at the black uh pegging at the black community and then you go and retweet a sexually assault joke about her knowing Simone Biles past knowing that she has had uh, you know was was sexually abused as a child you know that's her like her story that she tells because she helps you know children in the foster system she understands the system and all that stuff what right. type of human do you have to be to think it's okay to make fun of uh, make fun of her first of all because she literally is having a mental health issue. And then for you to read and for you to get on your Instagram and approve a share the joke of what the man had written about Simone Biles being sexually assaulted. Did Instagram take it down? I don't know, you know, because I never really looked further because the guy is such a loser. I think his name is like Michael Che or something like that. Like... I know him from Saturday Night Night Live, and I know he's not funny. So, <laughs> and I know he's not. I don't, really watch, I don't, I'm not, I don't yeah. watch it. Not like really, I don't. Yeah, I really don't watch Saturday Night Live unless they like 
you know, Dave Chappelle's on there or, you know, Michael, uh, no. right. I'm going to say there's a few where I'm just like, Hey, I'll watch it to, to see, but it's, it's not a regular. Yeah. Like, and I think he said that like his Instagram was hacked after he made all the jokes all after all, he did all this stuff. And of course, you know, like always, probably nothing will happen. That's like everyone's favorite line. Come on. You know, that's their favorite line. And of course, probably nothing will happen to him because why? protecting black women and this is what i really want to get into right here because this is moving away from the olympics this is when we talk about protecting black women it's really crazy to me that we talk i think we even discussed it here about the baby joke about him saying like liking we the had it a few of, times of him uh, hitting black women at his concerts of him um even retweeting a tweet of like Oh, you and uh, Tory Lanez got something in common. Y'all both got away with shooting black women. We talked about all that here on this on this page. It's really upsetting that the thing that gets the baby canceled the most, it, the thing that gets the baby canceled is when he talks about the LGBTQ community. Because to me, why wasn't we should canceled? be very careful with saying because he, he, we should be careful with saying canceled because he no he's definitely he canceled has him. not been canceled like there are still people who are gonna rock with him like honestly well, it's well, disgusting as there I are find like people. comments he still will have fans yeah he is still going to I don't was this is the thing with cancel it, it don't matter who you cancel they're always going to still have fans R Kelly is seriously canceled but he still has fans people who are going to be still I mean he actually does his court case when there's going to be people outside saying you know free R Kelly Bill Cosby's canceled but he still has fans you get what I'm saying so but I think he's lost what uh the baby has lost about eight music festival that's a lot of money that's a lot of money, especially, and this is the thing with me. But now, okay, I want to read or know the contracts because, I mean, if it's like, and my friend brought this up the other day because we were sitting there talking about, like, how much we thought he had lost. And one of the one of my friends was like, well, did he really lose it or they told him not to perform? Like, did they ask for the money back? Was he already paid and just didn't have to show up? Like, did he really, are his pockets really hurting? Or are they just like, hey, we already paid you because you signed this contract? but just don't show up and perform like what is it really like i want to see the devil in the details on that well i do have friends who work of course in the um i know not saying friends but i know people who do work in the entertainment industry unless you perform they do a thing okay so this is what they do say you performing on a saturday they might give you 50 percent that Saturday before you perform, and then they give you the other 50 after you perform. So he didn't get none of that money except for he didn't get none of his contract money, pretty much. And then they have they have strict clause in there, like they can cancel you at any time. You know, it depends on how, but I'm pretty sure at festivals, if due to if something was to happen and they gotta cancel it, you get what I'm saying? Especially now with corona, they probably have all kinds of like, okay, you are okay with that. It, it might be canceled, you know what I'm saying? And for me. This is the thing that got me. First of all, the baby, what was the point? If y'all, if y'all don't know, if you've been living underneath the rock or you just don't know, the baby got on stage. <laughs> he was at um some concert and I want to say Florida. Yeah, he was in a Florida. I think it was Florida. Yeah, because I think the City Girls performed oh, and then or something like that. And he got on stage. This is the crazy thing. He performed before or either after Megan. Like literally, he was either 
right before Megan or right after Megan, but either way, he did something. He was before Megan. Okay. And this is crazy because he said, if your P, and I mean pussy, he said, if your P smells like water or something, uh, put your hands up. If you not sucking D, if you a man and you not sucking D in the parking lot, uh, put your hands. No, if you don't have AIDS or HIV, put your hands up. If you're not sucking D, if you're a man and you're not sucking D in the parking lot, put your hands up. His background, a DJ is like, yeah, cause some of you niggas be real suspect. This is my thing. If a man is at a, a concert, hype, man. yeah. If a man is at a concert and he wants to suck penis in the parking lot, why? Does it matter to you, the baby, that he sucks penis in a parking lot? How is that any of your business? And then to me, it's like it correlated with, with like HIV and gayness. And it's like in 2021, are we still believing that the reason why we have HIV and AIDS is because right, right, you're gay, right, that part, like that part. And then to me, like, is that what we're really doing? Yeah, like to me, baby, I'm just gonna be honest. The only vagina, the only penis, the only diseases you need to be worried about is yourself because clearly you got another baby on the way and you still are here messing with other women. So you need to make sure you wrap it up, honey. While you're so worried about everybody else's business, you need to be making sure that you're keeping yeah. it safe. That's what I'm saying. Like, and then my whole thing is like. And then he brought Tory Lanez on stage in a big baby outfit looking stupid. And then, like, right after he brought Tory Lanez on, he literally performed all the songs he did with Megan. And it's like, you are just... Well, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Tory Lanez came out to a song, uh, like, Megan's song. Like, the disrespect. Seriously? Like, I don't... And then, like, the comments, because I always read the comments. Like, some of the comments were so stupid, but I think the one that really pissed me off was, like, this one chick, and I knew she was a girl, obviously, from her profile picture, but she was like, Megan should just get over it because he was coming to work, and um, if you didn't like it, you should have made sure that you weren't there or whatever. Girl, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Like, he, he harassed or not even harassed, he attacked Megan. So, like, the restraining order is that he can't be in her vicinity. So, mm-hmm. like, for her to tell Megan, like, get over it. First of all, that's really insensitive. Like, if a dude came and punched you in the face, how would you feel if your family was like, we invited him Thanksgiving dinner, get over it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you would be like, in your feelings. Like, I was like, these, boy, I tell you, these damn, this damn generation out here. To the women who yeah, are picking. generation to the women who are pick me, who have that pick me spirit, like I have no respect for you because there is no point in this world or my lifetime that I ever be like, pick me, pick me, please. Yeah, I'm going to stand beside you. I'm I'm going to be right there for me. I, I can't even stand pick me friends who's like, I'm not going to tell her nothing because, you know, I really want to be like her friend and all that stuff. I just can't stand that pick me spirit, period. Like you should be able to tell your friends when they're wrong. You should be able to tell your tell your uh you know know when to stop supporting somebody when they're wrong like no excuse for Tory Lane shooting a woman in the feet but me personally I think Tory Lane should be deported because they deported um what's his name from um Real Housewives of New Jersey 
of Real Housewives of New Jersey. They deported him. So why can't um Tory Lanez be deported? And they didn't even blink on doing it. I feel like they did that shit so fast. It was unreal. I was like, whoa. Joe Judice. Isn't it Joe wow. Judice or something like that? I like, as soon as you get out of prison, take your ass back <laughs> to, to like Italy. No time. So how was he able that how was he able to get his i think what working visa or like citizenship revoked how is tory lane still here to me tory lane needs to be deported he needs to go back to take his happy ass back to canada and they um who else did they do that to where they revoked their u.s uh citizenship for acting crazy in another country and they went like they went to jail in that other country but like when they got back here since they weren't from the united states they're like you gotta go back home boo <laughs> but like it was only for a short period of time no no it was a rapper i can't think of who i'll have to look it up but it was a rapper and they were like it's not a lifelong band but it was a little bit and he couldn't come back mm. then like you know, everyone was like oh let him in. no you're not you are you talking about you getting a story mixed up with um that dude rihanna dating now who got remember he oh okay no 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 oh no because he wasn't in the wrong for that what didn't someone punch him i don't know i didn't i didn't care too much like like my thing said i'm gonna face my front and you tell me black lives don't matter to you that's not your if that's not your fight then <laughs> and then you bet and you bad some black women well, and you be quiet that's also i'm not i'm not gonna talk about that but <clears throat> that's all i'm gonna say about that issue i wonder how it is though when you dating somebody who's had a sketchy past like, and you are black and he's Everyone's bad. Everyone's got a sketchy past, though. No, but what happened if you dating a man who's bashed black women? Like, you, like, say if you are, like, somewhere higher up, you know, and then you see somebody's like, girl, why are you dating him? And then you see tweets of him, like, literally bashing black women. I'm not saying that, that, that whatever her name is, whatever this dude is that she's dating has bashed black women. But I'm saying that what happened if you have seen, like, say you dating somebody, right? And somebody's like, girl, why are you dating him? He don't even believe in Black Lives Matter. And he has bashed black women and all this stuff. Like, would you still stick with him? Or what would you do? So I, I, I like, you know, I always got to play devil's advocate. I think on some like, level, would you it date would depend, somebody though, like Kanye West? who said no but i wouldn't date someone like kanye west for multiple reasons like no but i'm saying i can give you a comment no i'm not talking about the comments of kanye west like if you've been if somebody had the interview like girl he said slavery is a choice and girl all this stuff and would you date somebody who has the like issues of of the just who has said the stuff kanye west has said and he's like, yeah, I said that in my past. Like, he has not come out and apologized. He's just like, yeah, I said that in my past, but you know. I want to say no, but if you look at even when Kanye West, because when Kanye West said that, first of all, I, I don't think it was like a mental illness type of thing. I really think he believes that. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, But whenever he does a fashion show, he always puts black people in the front. Like I, I don't, his actions don't line up with his wording. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes Kanye West will say the dumbest shit, but then like he'll turn around and be like, oh, by the way, uh, you know, Louis Vuitton doesn't care if you don't, you know, buy their label or not their label, their clothing and stuff. I want to make affordable, fashionable. Like sometimes he says things fashion. are smart, but it, this is when he was first starting out in fashion. Because this is before he ever like, them the concept the Yeezy, but none of his stuff has ago. ever been cheap. Them Yeezys alone are very expensive. 
Also, um, no, no, no. I'm saying like this is a statement before he ever got into like before he ever made Yeezys, like okay. way long. I say way long ago. This is like five plus years old. These statements, but I do want to say this so, though, like, about Kanye West. How do you feel like his actions of saying slavery, black people, like basically, what did he say? Basically, slavery was a choice. How does that? How does? How do you say that that doesn't add up to him putting black? Because he puts black people in the front of a fashion show. That means that he doesn't believe that slavery was a choice. No, I'm saying that, and we've had this conversation before. I feel like Kanye West, I don't care what anybody says, because it applies to him. It applies to anybody who is making, I say anybody makes over, let's just say 100,000. Because not, a, well, no, a lot of people make over 100,000. Uh, let's say if you're making like half a million to a million dollars plus a year, I feel like you become very, very, very disconnected with your average person. And I feel like it fucks with your train of thought. I'm not mm -hmm. saying it's right or wrong, but I feel like Kanye West, since this is an example we're using, I feel like he's just barely, like his mind is gone. Like he doesn't know what it's like anymore to be like a working person. I'm not saying that justifies his statement because I still think that statement was dumb and very untrue. Um, but what happened but, if he always thought it? But his mom was just always the one who was like, you need to shut up about like thinking like that. But maybe he always thought slavery was a choice. I mean, and that's his right to think that. But yeah. we know from history, it wasn't a choice. It wasn't like people just woke up and were like, oh, I'm going to get beaten, raped and, you know, watch people tear my family out of my arms. Yeah. And I want to just, oh, I hope I get to get on this ship and jump off and drown myself so I'm not, you know, abused. We know it wasn't a choice. Like. So, you know, I, and maybe he needed people around him, like I've said before, to keep him in check. But I don't know. But to me, it's different when I see, I don't know, because what I don't like is like when you when you say you're dating somebody and you realize they used to be a colorist or, you know, said some iffy things. But say if I was this think about dating a white dude, he says some racist things in the past. And he's like, well, I've changed from that. I don't know if I could ever do that because because you might have a you might have a relapse and you know you call me a nigger you know you have a relapse i don't want you to have a relapse and then you know me end up being on the tail end of that relapse you know oh sorry baby i had a little relapse okay uh-uh no thank you you know Not show the me but like to me if i dated a man who once said like ah you know black lives matter basically a coon if i you and then now he's like well i'm not a coon anymore I need to know how bad your cooning was because first of all, I don't respect any type of coons because like I always said, me and Bianca has always mentioned. I honestly think when I see cooney people or like cooney blood, like like your mama coon, the sons of coon, and I'm thinking, and I always think back, what happened to the descendants of the 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 snitches slaves? Or the slaves who tried to rat out, you know, who went seeking to find Harriet Tubman willingly. You know, the slaves who wanted to be master's ass kisser. So th they have to have descendants, no matter how much. I know for a fact my family wasn't no descendants. I done read the book on my family, the family reunion book. I said, Lord, Jesus, both sides is rough. You know what I'm saying? Like, both sides is about that life, honey. Especially the, my dad's side. Okay? They about that life. So, to me, they have to have descendants. You get what I'm saying? So, I just feel like, do you feel, may, maybe coon is a is a trait. Maybe it gets passed down. Okay. No, I'm not being, I'm not being funny because what happened if 
you can trace back Candace Owens' family and you can trace back that her uncle or granddaddy tried to rat out Harriet Tubman, her great grand great 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 granddaddy. You get what I'm saying? I mean, How I feel you- like everybody be like, well, well, I get what you're saying, but now I feel like on some like sometimes I don't think it's a trait. Honestly, I don't because I think sometimes there are people who break family habits you know or fail mm-hmm. i'll say like i don't want to say curses but i feel like there's some people who break tradition or break rank you know what i mean because i like, think about it there's some people who if they look back you know their family you know was a genuine like big advocate of like the clan then they found out they had family members that were clansmen and stuff but then you see them and obviously they're whatever they are but you see they do stuff for, well, Black advocates and stuff, or, like, they work with Reverend Al Sharp. You know what I mean? Like, so you can't... I, I think there are some times where you could wonder, like, is he just there trying to nestle his way in so that he can, like, sabotage, or is he genuinely helping? You know, but I'm not going to go as far to be, like, it's a trait, because I do think sometimes people can stop that hatred. Like... But would you date... Would you, if you found out... If your white man, you found out, say you and him were dating just started dating and you found out that his family like were huge Ku Klux Klan members but he never like would you continue to date that man he's like well, I don't have anything are to they do still with the alive yes <laughs> yes they're still alive yes he's just like you just can't really meet my family but I don't have nothing to do with them but I like I don't have nothing to do with the Ku Klux Klan but I'm still connected because that's my mama that's my daddy but I am not a part. I mean, like, what the example you gave for Candace Owens was like way, way back. I'm saying that no, if it was I'm way, saying, way back. Because I'm saying, say if you met a guy who's like, I'm nothing like my parents, because you do have these people who do come out and like, I'm nothing like my parents, and they record their, you know how those people, like, especially the youth, they're definitely coming out and recording their family being racist, and they're like, this is why I don't like going to my right. granddaddy's house, or, you know, blah, 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 because I hate them, and then they get on my nerves. But what happened if would you even date somebody like that who's like, I'm not racist, but my granddaddy and my grandma are like Ku Klux Klan's like members? I mean, if he was like, I still have a very active relationship with them, like I go and make tea or like hang out and she <laughs> makes cookies for me. No, absolutely not, because you're still around that environment. But if you're like, I cut my family completely off because they have racism and you know, they're about that life of ra- like being hatred and racism and like are okay with like the murders of people that are not them and them being like the same, you know, same skin tone and they have those horrible thoughts, you know, okay, that's different if you've completely cut them off. But if you're like, oh no, yeah, babe, I'm going to my grandma's house. The one, the one who was uh, making sheets last night? No, that's a negative. <laughs> like, I mean, but that's just yeah. honest. Now, yeah, you know, if, like I said, if you're cut off from that family and you're like, I made my own family, that makes sense. But if you're like, hey, Bianca, do you want to come over and hang out with my grandma and stuff? And you've told me stories about how your grandma hates black people and she's mean to her nurse, her like healthcare provider because she's black. No, I'm not coming over. We're, like, I don't even see that we're friends because we don't have the same, like our views don't align. You know what I mean? Like, whereas you saw someone like being attacked, you'd be like, oh, the black kid deserved it. And I'd be like, okay, uh, say kid, you know, stay out of trouble and stop acting up in this store. You know, like you wouldn't even do stuff like that. So no, we couldn't, we, our, our views don't align, period. Yeah. Well, I definitely feel you. Like I said, I really don't know if I could be 
even messing around with somebody who's had a history of racist family or say if I was dating somebody who has history of like colorism because I, like I said I have too many family and friends who have all different shades from the lightest to the darkest and I'm not going to be with a man who has colorism issues who has um questionable like oh all lives matters and then still kind of stands with it i'm not dating any guy who's like all lives matter not just black lives i'm like uh yeah you one of those huh me yeah, and my co-worker with- had a conversation about that too <laughs> like <laughs> in at work we had a conversation about black lives matter it was so funny like and it was only funny because it was so awkward and i was like this is not a space to have this conversation like but it wasn't hostile or anything. He was just like saying that he was, uh, I think he's Colombian, oh. but you know, he looks white, but he's like, I'm always the first to say, you know, Hey, if someone asks, he'll be like, he's very upfront about, you know, that he's Colombian. He's not like trying to hide it or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we were talking about it. Cause he was like, it's so strange. Cause like in my family, we didn't have like conversations about, race and stuff and he was like i'm not sure why but he was like we never had we just never had the conversation i was like that's funny because my house was the complete opposite like we definitely had those conversations you know like my grandmother definitely talked about cleaning for white you know the white families in kansas and you know how her mother cleaned for the white families in kansas you know and like how her dad was treated and you know how he had like whip marks on his back and stuff like we definitely talked about it and Mm -hmm. i was like i guess it just depends like what what you what your family endured to an extent you know what i mean because like if your mom and dad never really went through it or experienced like the racism because they looked he looks white so and his his parents look white you know what i mean so like if you were able to pass and you never experienced the racism or you just never genuinely saw it and like thought to connect racism to it then of course you're not going to have these conversations you know but he was like it's so crazy because i would he's like i'm the first one to say like hey i'm Colombian uh you know he was like but when the Black Lives Matter movement happened he was like I was there you know protesting and helping because he was like it's not saying everyone else doesn't matter he's like it's saying that their lives should matter just as much as everyone else's life and I was like exactly you know like we're not saying one life is better than the other but damn you guys are kind of acting like that the way you're killing us you know like crazy um so it was such a weird conversation, but it was good. It was just really weird. And I was like, oh my God, can we just whisper this conversation? Because I, I need my job. I <laughs> I was on 10 months. You can go get fired get fired because of that though. No, I don't think you can get fired, but you know, people like to be in their feelings in the workplace. That's yeah, well, first and foremost. And like I no, I think I think nowadays, especially with like right to work states and stuff, they mm-hmm. could just find any type of you know, and I don't want anyone like mm-hmm. Cause I'm already like very open about my views on like Donald Trump and like how black folks were treated. And I'll be the first one to be like, perfect example. Something happened, uh, like, mm, let's just say a month ago for this story, something happened a month ago. And, um, I was like, no, I'm going to go ahead and do it because if I don't, the first thing y'all will say is, oh, well, you know, the little black girl didn't do it, you know, but everybody else, you know, had to do it, you know? So I was like, no, y'all are not going to get that opportunity to say that. Cause I feel like some of y'all are comfortable enough to say that, you know, and everyone was looking at me and I was like, I'm not saying it's anyone in this group, but I am saying there are people we work with that I feel like they might be comfortable enough to say it. I was like, don't nothing surprise me with nobody. Like 
you can't even trust your own sometimes. And that's all, you know, I was like, I feel like one of y'all might get mad and be like, oh, I'm gonna show her. So I was like, nope, I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna do what I need to do. Keep it moving. So, you know, that's why I say like, I hate having conversations like that because I'm not like apologetic about like, oh, I'm sorry we had the conversation. I'm like, no, we definitely had the conversation, but I'm not going to like tweak how I feel about the conversation because we're in the workplace. I'm going to definitely say it. And then I feel like if you don't believe how I believe, that's fine. But if you don't keep it cute, I'm not keeping it cute either. So (laughs) some conversations we just need not have. But that one was actually a a pleasantly weird one. And I was like, oh, okay. I never would have thought this about you. Like, I'm glad you went to protest. And you know who else is weird? You know who else is weird? We're going to go ahead and give, of course, we have two weirdos. We're going to go ahead. We talk about them all the time. We're going to give them the stupid fucks award of the night. We have two of them. First coming up. I know, no, but these two stupid fucks are at the top of our list. First, we're going to start off with Governor Ron DeSantis, who thinks that his office can threaten to withhold salaries from school officials who require students to wear masks. Yes, you heard me right. He threatened their paychecks. They're already Mm -hmm. underpaid. They're already overworked. And now he's saying... I'm going to take your paycheck for telling that student to wear a mask because you know, this Delta variant, this news, we already have COVID. Now we have a Delta variant because if you can already create one disease in a lab, you don't think they created several strands of the disease. Now we have the Delta variant we got to worry about. And now he's saying, if you try to tell these kids to wear a mask, yeah. You're going to go to, you're going to get your paychecks withheld. But anyway, the uh, Florida school board still voted to keep the mask mandate. Uh, and they plan on suing. As they should. Run DeSantis. Uh, if he even tries to withhold their money. Because my thing is, first of all, that's, I think that's illegal, Ron DeSantis. Maybe you should read the governor handbook again. Because you're acting like this is a communist, you know, like, like Florida can be a communist society. Like you could be a dictator or something. No, it, that's not how it works. We're underneath a democracy. And I'm pretty sure um, the president can override you. Can he? I'm oh, not going to be funny with you. I, I, I don't know. Like, But all I know is let's not act like this is not a real thing. Like there aren't. <laughs> Florida's cases are going up by like, what yeah. I think the last thing I heard was like a, a 200 cases a day, but I'm pretty sure that's double because that was just the last time I heard it because I haven't mm. been listening. But like, are we going to act like it, it's not a real thing? Like, is that what we're doing? We're just going to act like COVID never happened. All those people never died. Like, are, are we going to act like people aren't actively in the hospital fighting for their lives on ventilators and stuff because they didn't get vaccinated or they got vaccinated and someone who wasn't vaccinated got them sick. Like, yeah. Uh, and my whole thing is like, you know, that this school year, a lot, both mostly, I don't even think they have virtual learning anywhere. So you already know all these kids are going to be coming back to school. At least last year you could somewhat, you know, have a half full classroom because yeah. most kids, you know, were staying at home because parents were, you know, un- uh, unsure. But now I'm, I don't even know what the um, rate in Florida is for vaccines. You get what I'm saying? I don't know what that ratio is, but I'm guessing since a lot of it is Trumpy, I'm thinking maybe the vaccine rate is kind of low because I do know that 
Canada definitely has a higher, like they think they have like 70% of people who have got vaccinated. And I know they just opened their borders to, if you have, if you're a vaccinated American, you can go to Canada now. But my thing is with Ron DeSantos, you have, you have ran Florida into a shithole. Like your unemployment, people don't have jobs. People are, you know, broke every day. And now you're telling them on top of being broke, oh, go ahead and die too. Like, and because my whole thing is, okay, I got the, I got the, if I'm a person, a parent in Florida, I got the vaccine, but now my kid's going to come here because I want my kid to wear a mask. And you're basically telling me that if I tell my kids to wear a mask to school, that they could get in trouble or kicked out or something like that. You get what I'm saying? For me trying to protect my kids' health, because we already know certain ages can't get the vaccine. And most parents don't want to give their kids a vaccine. They're like, okay, this is, it's different when you test it out on me, but I'm not going to let my kids be any kind of test goats. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not going to happen. So what are you talking about? Tama, you're going to withhold or withhold people's salaries if they, you know, tell these, these students to wear masks because is their life not important to you? You know, is their life, does it mean nothing to you? Like you are, you are really a moron. You really are stupid. You're an idiot. Like you really do. You are really illiterate. Like, I don't even understand how you even got the governor position. Like you're really stupid. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. This man is well, not I smart. Well, if he starts holding check, there's going to be an issue. Like, a big issue. Like, if you start holding my check, yeah. Like, baby, we, we boxing. Like, period. Like, those people go to work. They deserve the same comfort to at least know that they're safe while they're teaching our kids. You know, like, that. that's, a, that, that, that's just real fucked up. And once again, it's insensitive. It is yeah. very insensitive. It's just stupid. It doesn't. It's just, like, I want to know who in his team was like, yeah. Like, I want to know how many people in his team said, don't say this. Like, please do not say this. Like, he was anybody. just so confident. I don't think anybody, because he's because he has so many Republicans, and, you know, Trump is there, so he's kissing Trump's ass in Florida. I don't think he had anybody in his ear saying, don't say this. I think so many Republicans was like, say it. Say it. Yeah, go ahead. But it's crazy. It. This isn't a... This, and I guess people will say I'm wrong for this, but this disease, COVID in general, whether it was made, whether you believe it was made, man-made or not, this disease sees no color, mm-hmm. no, no, and hear me out, no economical standing. It doesn't care if you're the man on the corner who's digging through the trash, looking for food and stuff in their shoes with newspapers, or if you are like, you know, going into space every weekend for shits and giggles. This disease sees no uh, discrimination at all. Mm -hmm. So like for you to be like, oh yeah, this, you know, this isn't real. Uh, Or, you know, don't, don't put a mask on because that's stupid. That, that is just ignorant. You know, this isn't a Republican or Democrat or liberal or, you know, tea party type of disease. This is a disease. It is just that it is coming for anyone and everyone that it comes in contact with. It doesn't stop to do a scan of your body and read your mind. It just attacks your body. Like, Mm -hmm. so I I wish people would stop making it so political. And I wish him as like a leader 
and the position he has, and this is for all of them. Like this is, you know, if you're, if you're telling people don't get vaccinated, um, I'm to the point now that I feel like that's not right. Now, if a lot of people would have got vaccinated, then I'd be like, oh, darn, I really didn't have to get vaccinated because so many people got vaccinated. But we see that's not the case. And mm-hmm. people are dying. Like, I've got an aunt uh, who's on a ventilator right now and she's vaccinated. They don't even know how she got it. They don't know where she got it from. You know, like, they took her off the ventilator and thank God she was breathing on her own. But I mean, like, they were like, she's not out of the wood yet. You know, I've got a friend's grandfather who's in the hospital right now they can't even like go and see him mm-hmm. you know, like he's got a he had already like a heart issue so he's got to wear like a vest that if his heart rate gets too low it'll shock him so it like brings his heart rate back to where it's supposed to be you know and he's old obviously because he's a grandpa but like they think one of his kids was being selfish and you know like was infected and didn't say he was infected like so come on yeah. Like, this makes no sense. Like, if you've been out partying, okay, cool. But don't go, like, back home to your grandpa or your, like, you know, your your elderly person's house. Like, camp out at your friend's house that you was partying with. Mm -hmm. Honestly. That's why, this is what the thing about people who are vaccinated that I think when we realized it was coming in, it does not stop you from getting coronavirus. It just eases the, maybe the process. Like, okay, so you're not going to die. But then we heard cases of people who actually did die when they got the vaccine and they were vaccinated at this yeah, point you, you just don't know it's a roll of the dice yeah to me do all the things you were doing before i still double mask i still go out because guess what i'm not going to be even trying to put myself but another idiot another idiot of course in this lovely state i live in is ran by a guy who thinks he's in a communist nation also um he didn't realize that this is a democracy uh, that is Greg Abbott. I want to say something else, but there, y'all gonna tell me that I'm canceled. just just let it go. Take the high road. No, it ain't gonna be let it go because this man is an idiot. So I'm gonna read off his three points of his new COVID nineteen guidelines for the Texas schools. First, schools do not have to inform parents of a positive case. Yes, you heard me right. Hmm. Two schools don't schools don't have to conduct contact tracing. Hmm. Yes, you heard me right. And then to top it all off, if schools do contact trace, listen up, y'all, parents can still choose to send their child to school if they are close contact of an infected student. So basically, if a kid has coronavirus, their parents can choose whether or not they want to send them to school. That's ridiculous. That's selfish, too. That's selfish. Like, I can't even believe that that is okay. Because to me, it should be rules and regulations in place. For if you catch COVID or if you're in there, you can homeschool for 14 days or something. Because that's absolutely ridiculous that you're able to infect other people. That is not okay. But this goes back to what I said the first time. Like, even if it wasn't COVID, this goes back to what I said about people being so foolish to, like, come to work when they have the flu. You know, or, like, even if they have, like, a really bad cough and they can't breathe and they're miserable. You know, you always got those people walking around in the wintertime, typically snotting and such. Oh, it ain't a cold. It's just, the, you know, it's the change in the weather. But they, like, coughing on everything, touching all the coffee mugs and stuff. Like, 
that's the same concept. You should also have to stay at home. Like stay at home if you're not feeling well. Do not come out into the public and continue to get other people sick because while it might be mild for you, someone else's body, hello, operates differently. That's just absolutely crazy to me. At this point now, though, it does need to be personally for me. You don't need to be coming to work sick at all. Not doing this Not doing this climate right now that we're no, in. Period. It doesn't matter that we're in this climate. Stop. No, but I'm saying like, sick. say if you got a sinus infection. Back in the day, you know, you used to come to work. If you had a little sinus infection, your nose was just like a little stuffy, but you still were able to work. It was just like your eyes were running itchy or something. To me now... Even coming to work with a sinus infection, because to me, I feel like every, every, even a common cold has (laughs) to people, it could be traces of coronavirus. Cause it's like, nah, you, 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 you sneezing a little too much there now. Like, okay, no, no bullshit. This guy came to work. He had been sneezing like all morning and I hadn't said anything. I'll let it go. Then we had got to the point we had, I think I told the story, but we had like got to the point we had, we were about to have a meeting. And we were about to go into a conference room together. And I asked him, I was like, are you good to go in this conference room? Do you have COVID? Because you've been sneezing a lot. And like, everyone looked at me like I was in the wrong. Nigga, you've been sneezing all fucking day. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And you didn't have a mask on. Sir, do you have COVID? Do you need to go get tested? Not a rapid test. Go get tested. I'm not going into a conference room with you and you're sneezing and shit. Like, come on, I'm not doing it. I did, I did, I don't like that. Guys, if I have like allergies, which is rare, but like sometimes when the seasons change, my eyes get really puffy and they start to itch and my nose runs, I stay at home. And that's not even something serious that like, that is a genuine allergy. I stay at home for something so minor. Well, Bianca, not everyone has that luxury. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. I get it. But the thought that I could ever make somebody else sick I would never go to work. And that is not the same sentiment everyone shares. Stay at home because you're going to be but upset. Also, why? I do want to say, because I have been in that predicament. Can we normalize bosses not being fucking pricks and basically telling people it's either your job or you come in? Because I have been in that predicament, especially in the service industry where I have literally been like, I am sick. I'm not feeling well. And literally my managers have been like, well, if you don't come in today, like you're going to be fired. And I literally have to come in because I can't lose my job. You know, I can't get fired right now. I need my money and all that stuff. But they're like, well, we're understaffed. We don't have a, you know, we can't miss right. a server tonight. And it's like, they, they can't even think of like, okay, let me break up a section. I have been in that predicament where I have literally been back pains, like shooting pain in my back. Right. And I literally came in and told my manager, I was like, I can barely even walk. He's like, well, I just need you to work tonight. And I'm like, bruh, like I'm literally like slowly walking at a snail's pace. And he's like, well, I'll just have somebody carry your food, but I need you to work tonight because you're one of my good right. servers. And then literally still gave me one of the biggest sections. And I'm like, I can barely walk. I'm having shooting pains in my back and you want me to still walk? You still want me to work tonight? And it's like, well, if you don't work, you know, I'm going to have to let you go. And it's like, uh, okay, so can we normalize not having uh, slumlord bosses, basically, bosses who act like slumlords, and they're, you know, they, they did, and they're sitting in the office not doing shit or not typing up the paperwork, and you're sitting over here working hard oh, and yeah. you're still ill or you're still, you know, feeling. Because I have been on the opposite side where I, where I understand where people say, the luxury of you being able to 
um, okay, I'm gonna call and use one of my sick days. And that's one thing I don't understand in the service industry is why don't you have sick days? I feel like you should be able to have sick days. I remember when I was working at my last job, I'm not going to name the place, but when I was working at my last job, you had to work so many days. Like you had to work like, I think two years before you can qualify for one sick day. <laughs> I mean, like, cause there's been days where I've like, I've had to, and honestly, I don't even know when I tell you it's by like grace of God that like I made it through, I that I mean that because like I didn't have sick days, but I just wasn't going. Like I I don't know. Like and I know some people can't afford to do that. I know there was a point in time I couldn't. All my credit cards were maxed out. I was barely paying for my car note. Like missing one day of work was that fucking detrimental. It was like mm-hmm. if you miss one day, you knew you was gonna be like off on your groceries. Like you know, can I buy groceries? Like because I couldn't do both. I couldn't buy groceries and get gas at the time. Yeah. Like I just I honestly couldn't. Like, it's, you know, hence why I had credit card debt, but I'm not saying everyone has to do what I do, but I would honestly, if I was sick now, not if I had like allergies and my eyes were just itching really bad, but if I was sick, I honestly took that L. But I also said at the beginning of the story, it was a grace of God because I don't know how I managed to pay all my bills. I'm pretty sure there were some days I was like half on my rent and they'd be like, uh, Bianca, I ain't got it. Do you want what I have or no? Like, that's yeah. what I got. Like, honestly. But I mean, like, bosses need to be have that same mindset, too. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. start from, like, you as the worker. It starts from, like, the boss at the top. Like, if you're not feeling good, don't come in. One, you should have enough common sense to be like, well, damn, if Kim's not feeling good and she's sick, she gonna fuck around and get all my other workers sick. And then all them niggas gonna want to take off. No. Like, <laughs> no, Kim, stay at home. Like, you know, yeah. we know we'll work it out some other way or you know i'll let you work a double if you can't i'll 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 help you make up that time somehow bosses need to start doing like stuff like that like people act like they've never been in a position where they've struggled and maybe Mm -hmm. some people haven't so they don't know but like me coming from position where i've struggled i would never be like you're not feeling good i expect to see you at this 5 30 meeting actually not (laughs) about jeff bezos because i think he was like literally from nothing i don't think he was rich like he came from a rich background i i don't think he like bill because i don't i genuinely don't think bill gates was poor i think bill because i think he was like what at harvard or or something middle class family who bill gates was a middle class family i thought he had like an upper middle class family oh i just thought he was a middle class family i could be wrong i thought he was like not bad like like him and like um what's the guy who made facebook i can't think of his name oh hmm. like i think they both were kind of like upper middle class i, think the time I know his name because i always talk but shit. i think jeff bezos was literally like from nothing and that's why i don't understand why you're treating like you're why you're cut why are your delivery drivers so scared that they literally have to pee in bottles or pee in or take shits in um in <laughs> No, they literally take shits on while they're driving. They take them inside of the um. They send out emails. No, like, I know, I I know that. I'm just saying, like, it's just funny because, like, who does? Yeah, but they who, have to who, do that because to do that, I literally, say. I've seen emails where some of these client, you know, some of the ex employees or employees have leaked, and they're like. You know, you all have to monitor your restroom breaks and you have to monitor how long, you know, you need to send those packages out and you need to do this and that. And then we've seen videos. If you just go on TikTok, you've seen so many videos exposing the warehouses conditions. Like, are you kidding me? And like what what it's just like what Frito Lays 
had a strike. I don't know if they ever, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. The people wanted, literally, this lady was like, I've been working there for for 20 years and I've only got a 20 cent raise. She's like, one, 10 years, I got 10 cents and then I got another 10 cents 10 years later. She said during the big snowstorm and like their state, um, the warehouse was cold. She, it was freezing cold, like ice on the roads, freezing cold. They still wanted them to come in. The warehouse was freezing cold. They, they like people were like, "Oh my god, I'm so shivering." They're like, "Well, we still need you to work." And she said, "When it's when it's when it's booming hot outside, like at its peak's highest, she's like, they don't have any AC. Like they don't have any AC running through the building. So it's so when it's so when it's freezing cold, the warehouse is cold. And when it's hot, you know what I'm saying? And it's like and these right. people are like it's un." livable like these this is the unlivable like this is unworkable conditions because right. you can't have ac you did frito-lay i last time i checked frito-lay billion dollar over a billion dollar company and you telling me because frito-lay does lays right or no uh, yeah frito-lay first of all as long as there's black they people got cold. frito-lay has cold okay i must say because uh Everybody got that one kinfolk. I got multiple in my family. That what you open that bag of lays and pour the hot sauce in there. <laughs> Look at think yep. about Frito like all the drinks, all the snacks, all the everything they they have underneath them. And you telling That's me you crazy. can't provide heat and air for people? You only can right. give them ten cent raises, and they're like, we're not even getting paid fifteen dollars an hour. So like, please Frito Lay, go sit down somewhere. Jeff Bezos, like, come on, you have to pay your people their money. Like, you get what I'm saying? I don't know how they doing people at Amazon. I mean, at um, at Microsoft or either at at Apple. So I can't speak on that. But it's crazy how you hear these people telling their stories, and it's like this man. So uh, Jeff Bezos, you can go to the moon and back, literally, and but you can't pay your workers. And then you're gonna get on there and be like, "You all sent me to the moon. You all." I mean, technically, we did, and it's like your 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 employees just want to be. Having a livable wage. Your employees just want to not have not go to work and and doing a pandemic and have dildos being seen as a essential item. Cause you remember that when that man was like, We need to only be working on essential item. A dildo is not an essential item. <laughs> you remember that man? <laughs> I I <laughs> never heard of that and I am officially done. This I does not remember that. That guy was, I literally played it during the beginning of the pandemic. And the guy was like, a dildo is not an essential item. (laughs) And I, cause that video still like rings in my head. And I'm just like, what are y'all doing packing dildos? (laughs) I mean, who are you to say that's not an essential item? Maybe they needed it. You remember when they weren't giving out masks in the doggone place? And now they're all those commercials and be like, we're gonna give out masks and they're gonna put on hand sanitizer and, and gloves. And they're like, well, you and then it came out, they were only giving one set of gloves the whole 12 hour shifts. Like you're working for 12 hours with one set of gloves on. I'd like to say I'm surprised, but I'm not. Because <laughs> honestly, these companies, and I'm sure there's more companies, we just know about Amazon. Like, I guess he's like pissed off a lot of people because er, er, ain't nobody losing no sleep or got no issue bitching about Amazon. Am I lying? Start running your place because I heard Google the great place to work for. Even yeah, I've heard opposite. A Google? Yes. Oh, yes. maybe. I have. I've well, heard that. Wait. Maybe I'm thinking of Twitter because I think they say Twitter is a good place to work for. Because Twitter, you I mean, I'm not saying Google's not a good place. I'm just saying the no, one no, person. No, no, I really I'm thinking of Twitter. There. No, I'm talking about Twitter. They really did say Twitter is a good place to work. 
because they were saying Google, like it starts off nice and they're like, it's not really a bad place, like as far as environment, but they do so much to make you never have to go home, you know, which they do. Like they offer you, you know, pick up your kid. I'll go get your groceries. I'll, you know, get gas in your car. I'll take your, you know, they do all this stuff so that it makes you have to stay like, you know, well, what do you have to leave for? I just took you a car, got it gassed up for you, you know? Oh, I just got your dry cleaning, you know? Oh, I went in and cleaned your house and like folded your clothes. Like they were saying it was the best thing ever. He was like, I never had to fold clothes, but he was like, fuck, I just want to go home. Like, is that okay? Like, stop trying to trap me here. Let me out. But see, that's why I said they did say Twitter was a good place because I think Twitter was like, okay, nobody else has to work from the office. Everybody can work at home. You know, as long as you're doing your work, I'm not going to monitor like your computer time and all that stuff. As long as you're doing your job. But that's all my complaint. Look, I, I don't really call it complaints. I say normalize. Let's normalize paying people their worth. Me and Bianca have been on that all since this pandemic. We were on it before the pandemic. We were talking about normalizing, paying people their worth. This, you know, because a lot of y'all want to sit right here and come back from the pandemic and you want to complain that you don't again we are going to say this again before we leave you want to complain that you don't have workers you don't have staff and all that stuff but you want to underpay so don't be mad that you're getting under employees because you're not trying to pay people people are not paying about their coins and i already told you especially with this new generation they're not playing we're not our parents period and I and let me tell you something. You probably don't want me to yeah. be my parents because both my parents is well. I am my parents. Let me tell you that because both my parents is about their coins. They're not paying about their especially. Sam <laughs> is the cheapest person you'll ever meet. Sometimes to the annoying degree, it's <laughs> annoying. It Kim, Kim really is. She's she's frugal. Well, is it a word if I say frugally annoying? Frugnoil? Really? Like, How are you frugally annoying? yeah you're frugally annoying like yes yes i'm gonna gonna let bianca just close out the show since she want to shade me i'm not it's no shade i love it you know because that means if i ever fall on hard times i know kim's bank account is stacked why because she is frugal (laughs) i I appreciate it i i appreciate it because your bank account don't know and you don't know but uh i got some bills coming up And on that note, y'all, I cracked myself up. Yeah, Thank you. cracking yourself up. You know what? You had your lame joke at the beginning and I get mine on the way out. Do not. However, y'all, as usual, we appreciate it. If you're not checking us out on Unapologetic Radio, get on it, get on it. Reach out to us and continue talking to us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Real Times with the ZKB. If you'd like to continue to email us, we are Real Times with the ZKB at gmail.com. Y'all, we love you guys. Uh, in all seriousness, we're very serious about our statements on the Delta variant and COVID in general. Stay home if you can. If you're not feeling good, please don't go into work. It doesn't take anything to wear a mask. It's actually free, you know? I mean, you could even get cute stuff and be sassy on your mask. Whatever makes you feel happy, but wear a mask, guys. It's for your safety and for everyone else's. When you drive your car, you drive safe for you so you can get home and for everyone else around you. Just consider the mask now part of your daily wardrobe. Get some different colors. Spice it up. It's like a pair of shoes. Hell, give a mask drawer. I don't care what you do. Wear your mask, damn it. Um, I'm not gonna tell you to get vaccinated. Some of y'all ain't doing that no way, so I ain't gonna waste my breath. <laughs> Kim, what you got going out? I, really, I ain't got nothing today. I ain't got nothing today. I ain't got nothing today.
spend his money, but we're still on spend his money. Oh, what? 2021. And now we've gone into 2022 of spending his money. So, y'all, that's all I got to say. Okay. And on that note, y'all, we will talk to y'all next week. Spend his money. Peace. Spend his money. Spend his money. Hey, spend his money. Hey.